0: Our God is a missionary God, and we are his missionary people. You're listening to The Scent Life, the official podcast of the Center for Great Commission Studies at Southeastern Baptist Theological Seminary.
1: Hey, welcome to The Scent Life podcast. I'm in The Scent Life studio with uh, Keelan Cook, and uh, myself and we're going to just take a little break from our normal pattern that we've gone uh, over the last several months or, or year or so uh, we've done some interviews and we've had conversations with uh, Dr. George Robinson and Dr. Anna Daub. Uh as we lead into uh, our annual gathering of the Southern Baptist Convention we thought we'd take some time and just talk about uh, the focus of our denomination which is uh, doing missions together. Uh, Keelan, we often miss that point about uh, the Southern Baptist Convention, don't we?
0: Oh, man, I think that's exactly right. So if we want to come back to some first principles here on what we're doing when we talk about the denomination, I think it's helpful for us to, to think through the fact that, like, that's, that's the why, right? There's kind of this big why. Why do we have a denomination? And it's, it's this understanding that we've been given a great commission. We have this mission, and there's something about doing it together, right. so the togetherness of it. And picking through that a bit, leading up to the annual meeting, seems like a wise way for us to spend some time.
1: I think it is. You know what we want to do is we're going to take each of our each of our podcasts from Southeastern Seminary. We're going to take the next four or five weeks, and we're all going to hit on the same theme as we as we unpack uh, what it is that we do to do mission together to finish the mission together. Really this idea that uh, that whether you're from the from our Pastors Matters podcast, from our Christ in Culture podcast, our Scent Life podcast, all of these have different themes, right? So the work of the pastor in the pulpit, a cultural engagement, the mission of God. But we wanna show from Southeastern Seminaries how all of these actually move to facilitate this one sacred effort that we as Southern Baptists have been called to, and that's to take the gospel to those who need to hear it. Now, some have said uh, when we had this conversation here at Southeastern, the idea was, man, well, you guys have it easy because you're talking about missions and the whole thing is about missions. But really, as as our podcasts work together over the next four or five weeks, we want you to see how everything that we're doing is to advance this mission uh, of the Great Commission.
0: Yeah, so we talk all the time here, I mean, go, right? That's our language. That's the shorthand here that we use. It's even made its way, snuck its way into our logo as Mm -hmm. a school, right? And if we're not careful, I think it's easy for us in the individualistic way that we tend to think about doing things, for churches to be like, all right, how do I do that? Right. Uh, Or for me as an individual to think, what does it mean for me to go? But one of the things we want to just pump the brakes and take a few weeks to consider is what does it mean to go together? That's right. And hopefully this is going to give us an opportunity to do that. That's right.
1: You know, the unique thing about the Southern Baptist Convention is that we are not a denomination, right? Uh, we often use the word that we're a denomination, but we've intentionally structured ourselves to not be a top-down hierarchy. But rather, ours really is a an association or a convention of churches who cooperate together— so that we can go together to accomplish the Great
0: Commission. All right, Scott, that sounds like you're spitting out heresy now. (laughs) What in the world do you mean? I have a feeling a great number of folk in our denomination, I'll use that word right there, right, because that's the way we construe it, probably, they've probably never heard that, that we're not actually a denomination. So what's the difference there?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. So when we think about... Uh, when we think about the way that we're structured. Obviously, in a in a classic sense, if you were going to look at the landscape of American uh, Christianity, and you're going to say, you know, we have the 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 Presbyterian, we have the Methodist, we have the Assemblies of God, we have even the you know the Anglican, the Roman Catholic Church, the 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 Baptist. Obviously, if you're going to put that, then we're going to create a heading, denominations, and just drop sure. under there. But really, the Southern Baptist Convention is unique from other denominations, if you would, in that we have structured ourselves uh, as a as a uh, as a gathering of people who aren't top down hmm. by structure. So every year when we come together in our annual meeting, which will happen uh, this year in Anaheim, California, uh, we come together with messengers who are sent from churches, and those are the ones who give instruction, direction to. Uh, the denomination leadership, the convention leadership, if you would, uh, and and so really the authority lies in the local church. It's a theological statement that we make. Yes. It's an organizational statement that we make. Now, obviously, right, we end up in a in a, a group of people that has uh, millions and millions of dollars and thousands of employees. There's there is organization, there is bureaucracy, but at the very core of who we are, right, we are associating together we're cooperating together and we want everyone who listens to to understand this is who we are right together we're on this mission as we seek to see the, the 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 world come to faith in christ
0: yeah so this idea of voluntary association it's a pretty radical notion uh when you think about our collection of churches Instead of having some form of top-down organizational structure, what we've said, and here's your radical notion, right? We'd rather it be bottom-up right. in the way that we run this thing. And for all of its foibles and some of the hmm. craziness that we feel like that runs us into sometimes, uh, there's, a as you said, theological statement there, right. not just a, a pragmatic statement. I. So when I worked in the association, so mm-hmm. most recently when I was out in Houston and I, I worked in that that setting, uh, our association in Houston was a collection of, you know, four or five hundred churches, depending right. on the day, uh, because it was volunteer. It was right. a voluntary association. Right. And so we had, you know, several hundred churches. And I would very often, for people that weren't in our group, mm-hmm. get asked questions like, so when I tell them what I did, and, so... you. Are you are you like the bishop for all your churches? You're the or boss like, of those churches. Yeah, right? are you the boss of those churches or like how does how does that work? Like what what role do you? And it, it was always interesting to try to unpack the uniqueness mm-hmm. of the way we as Baptists think about churches uniting together, fellowshipping or associating if you'll use that word mm-hmm. together. And it's not just a thing that we would do. Because of some kind of pragmatic reason, and right. I think we often think when we when we get this "better together" language right. that we assume, oh, well, the reason we're doing this is because it allows us to pool money, right, uh, or it allows us to somehow share resources in a way that makes it pragmatically beneficial, right? Now, yeah. go ahead.
1: No, I'm saying the fact is it, it does. You know, when we look at the way that we operate, the the Southern Baptist Convention is you know, the largest Protestant denomination, uh, our mission-sending organization, the largest denominational mission-sending organization. So there are some pragmatic benefits no to doubt. the way we do things. But when we think about cooperating together, I think it's important for us to keep in mind that uh, it all goes back to what we as Baptists believe about the local church. Right? We uh, are are unique uh, in, in uh, Christian denominations in that we believe that the local church— Uh, is made up of baptized believers. So in other words, in order to be a member of a Baptist church, you have to become a Christian, and you have to be baptized. We also believe in the priesthood of the believer, which means that those who are members of the church are filled with the Spirit. They can read the Bible by themselves themselves. Uh, they follow uh, the Lord by themselves. Now, it doesn't mean we don't have doctrinal statements. It doesn't mean that we don't have statements of faith uh, that we believe summarize uh, accurately what the Scriptures teach, but it does mean that, that people uh, who are members of the church aren't, aren't forced upon by this top-down organization right? that we believe in the priesthood of the believer. Well, that then spins itself out into the way that we structured our denomination. So we are now coming together as a convention of churches, gathering of these churches that themselves are autonomous because they are governed, they're led by uh, members of the church. So each of these churches, and each church has its own way that it it governs itself because it itself is autonomous, right? But this then means that we voluntarily come together and say we want to work together uh, for this common cause. But there really is this, this theological reason. It's what we believe about the church. The church is, the local church is God's point local point for God's mission. And so when we're working on that everything then works from the bottom up. So for example, the president of the Southern Baptist Convention is not a paid position. Right? He's not a he's not this bishop who's who's put in place. The president of the Southern Baptist Convention is a voluntary position. He's elected by the messengers to serve for one year term. He gets a, can get a second year uh, if he wants to do it. But that's that guy doesn't tell the churches what to do. Rather, he responds to the church, he casts vision for the denomination, and churches can kind of do uh, do what they feel God's leading them to do. Each year when we gather, uh, we come out with different statements and resolutions, we make decisions, but none of that forces the church to do anything. The local church is itself autonomous. Uh, and now all of this means, well, then how do we do missions? If each church is its own autonomous uh, uh, local gathering of believers, how do we then do missions this is where we do missions together. We have agreed over the years, right? This is 175th uh, year of the Southern Baptist Convention. We've agreed over the years that we're going to work together Partner together in this thing, um, so that each church is saying, "Hey, what if I, what if I joined my resources? What if I joined my energy, my my personnel, my sent uh, people from my church together with other churches and fifty or sixty thousand Southern Baptist churches? What if we pulled this together and then sought to do uh, the way that we do missions together?"
2: Hey Southeastern family, this May we want to ask you to consider supporting Southeastern by praying, sending, and giving. We want to ask you to remember these three dates. On May 13th, we will celebrate graduation on our campus. Please pray for the 273 new Southeastern graduates as they go well-equipped to wherever God calls them. Sunday, May 15th is Seminary Sunday on the SBC calendar. Please take this opportunity to share Southeastern with others and to recommend us to any men and women seeking to pursue theological education. Finally, on May 19th, we will recognize our charter date with a day of giving. Generous donors have provided a $25,000 matching gift challenge for this day. Please consider giving to support our students and remember that every dollar given is one less dollar a student will need to pay in tuition. So this May, join us in our mission to serve the church and fulfill the Great Commission by praying for our graduates, sending students to be equipped, and by giving. Because you pray, send, and give, we are going.
0: Yeah, so I hope what everybody is hearing right now is that there's more to this than what a lot of us have probably thought when it Mm -hmm. comes to an understanding of what it means to be a part of the Southern Baptist Convention of churches. Uh, Our hope over the next few episodes, in fact, is for you all to get somewhat of a slow-motion commentary on how we really unpack this idea of cooperating together for the Great Commission as Southern Baptists uh, as Scott pointed out, this is not just a pragmatic thing. We as a group of churches have decided to do this, and we've decided to do it for a n- number of years now. We've been at this for a right. while, and uh, we want to take a bit and consider with you guys the fact that there are – well, there, there's more to it than just some form of pragmatic organizational right. reason behind this idea. Uh it's easy, I think, for us nowadays to lean into a really individualistic understanding mm. of church ministry and church practice. And we may not do ourselves favors sometimes when we talk about autonomy in the way we do, because mm. most of us as Baptists, well, our churches are autonomous. Right. But if we're not careful, and this might be where it would be helpful for us to think a bit uh, moving forward. Scott, I'd love to hear your thoughts mm-hmm. on this one. But if we're not careful, we replace the word autonomous in our thinking with something that's closer to the meaning of isolated. Right. And maybe it would be helpful to start off talking about what we mean by autonomy Mm -hmm. so that we can then talk what would it mean for us to do cooperation. Right.
1: I often hear people say, you know, we we want to plant independent Baptist churches. And I say, no, no, we don't believe in independent churches, right? An independent Mm. church gives this notion that It's out here, this is an organization that's out here by itself doing its own team. We don't believe in independent churches. We believe in autonomous churches. By autonomy, what we mean is that each church has the authority and the responsibility uh, for its own uh, governance, for its own management, uh, for its own mission, um, for calling uh, pastors in their church. For the way that it handles its own finances and stewardship, now we have a we have a a, a code of ethic, we have a, a faith and message that we as Southern Baptists have said this is what we would represent, but none of that's a top down forcing the local church uh, what it has to do. So when we say an autonomous church, so any Southern Baptist church anywhere in America. Um, when they need a pastor, no one goes to them and says, this is the person you have to call as your pastor. Mm-hmm. We don't have a bishop who sends a pastor somewhere and says, this is your church leadership. Nope. That, that local church, uh, in whatever means they've determined, comes together to say, we will we'll call our own leadership. The same with the way we do our finances. Now, as the Southern Baptist Convention, we have a cooperative program that we collectively uh, give to, and churches do it differently. Uh, churches set different percentage, but the denomination doesn't come a denominational leadership doesn't come to your church like a tax man, right? And say, Hey, this is how much you need to give me if you want to be part of our group. No, there's a there's a voluntary cooperation. That church right. is autonomous in the way that it manages its money. It's autonomous in the way that it governs itself, right? The, the 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 convention or denominational leadership doesn't go to a Southern Baptist church and say to that church, you have to have this number of deacons, this many elders, this many pastors, or it doesn't Say so you have to make decisions like this based on this, uh, this structure, this priority. Each church governs itself uh, in, in the way that it deems best for its own organization. It's autonomous in that sense. There's this notion of that we work collectively together as autonomous uh, as autonomous churches. Not independent, right? Autonomy doesn't lead to independence. It doesn't lead to rebellion. It shouldn't lead to, uh, to us just doing our own thing for the sake of doing our own thing, but rather there's this notion that each church is made up of believers who themselves are, uh, by the priesthood of the believer, have the ability to commune with the Lord, to talk to the Lord, to hear from the Lord, and collectively to govern our churches in a way that is autonomous. This then leads us to the way that we structure our entire denomination. No doubt. Right? Is that we come together say, now how do we join together and participate? And quite frankly, through history, this has been a problem. Right. Uh, some uh, early on, many Southern Baptists really struggled with the notion of should we even work together with other churches? Right. Uh, after all, if we do that, are we giving up a sense of our autonomy or giving up a sense of our independence? And this is why we talk about voluntary association that as a as a group of churches, we've said to one another, Look, we'll give up some senses of our autonomy, not so that we're not autonomously, but we give up some sense so that we can cooperate together as we go together for the sake of the nations.
0: Now, when it comes to missions, I love, love the way you're talking about that. When it comes to missions, the way I tended to try to skin this one when I was in Houston working with churches, we, we talk about autonomy being a, so the the authority of your church, the, the, this responsibility, mm-hmm. this idea of it's kind of a spiritual responsibility right. over the way that we do things here. But it's not talking about the way you labor as a church right. in this mission, right? And so – if we're not careful, to use the language you just used about the distinction between autonomy and being an independent church, mm-hmm. if we have an unhealthy understanding of autonomy, what it leads to when we're in some form of uh, role of leadership in our churches or the culture that we set up, we start thinking that God has given this church his right. mission. Right. And, uh and then we, we create ourselves – we kind of set ourselves up as a silo or an island mm-hmm. in a city. And I would watch that happen on a regular basis sitting in an associational space mm-hmm. where churches would feel like it was their job mm-hmm. kind of by themselves to reach the rest of the city. Mm-hmm. Uh, they wouldn't cooperate with other churches in order to do it. They wouldn't think about sharing uh, resources in order to accomplish the task. They wouldn't equip or send together. Uh, in fact, if they weren't careful – they actually wound up in a competitive relationship with one another. Because when you get independent and you think the whole task is mine, if somebody else is out there working on the same mission, which is what we're all doing as churches, right? right, Then all of a sudden they stop being a partner, a co-laborer in the gospel, and they become a competitor. And so what we want to do is to turn a corner here, to thinking about how can we both maintain this theological position of autonomy of the local church and have a robust understanding of cooperation as concerns the gospel.
1: That's exactly right. And so that's the purpose of this whole series that we're about to enter into. So our discussion today has been more of the the theological underpinning and structure, the direction of our Southern Baptist Convention as we think about accomplishing what our forefathers called the One Sacred Effort which is to take the gospel around the world to those who, who need it. And and we as a denomination have come together for that purpose, a convention of churches who've said we want to be about this business of going together. So for the next several weeks, join us on The Scent Life as we unpack what it means to go together for the sake of the nations. In fact, join us for all of our Southeastern Seminary podcasts, the Scent Life podcast, our Pastors Matter podcast, and our Christ in Culture podcast as we unpack this notion of going together from our different vantage points, but all moving us in this direction to see this is how we are a Great Commission people seeking to accomplish the Great Commission, not independently, but cooperatively. Thanks for tuning in for The Scent Life this week.